0: Yeah, I wished I had a really cool story, but I don't. Can you make something up? (laughs) (laughs) I could probably borrow one of Bills. That might be kinda fun.
1: (laughs) How I met Bill. I stole his Jeep and he didn't press charges if I would uh, go out with him. That would be
0: (laughs) It was good, yeah. Well we could make something
1: up. (laughs) I'll erase that part and now you just relate that story. (laughs)
0: Exactly.
2: You're listening to a four x four by four Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama.
3: Are you sure?
2: Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And
1: Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back.
2: Strap in. Yourself.
1: The JTS team is here to inform and entertain you about Jeeps. If you're new to the Jeep world or thinking about jumping in and getting your feet dirty, you're in the right place. Whether you're interested in having a unique off-road vehicle ready to hit the trails or that daily driver that's also a weekend warrior, this show is for you. Find out more information about the show at JeepTalkShow.com. Well, howdy,
0: it's Wendy, and I'll be sharing some ideas for Jeep goals. And no, I'm not talking about soccer.
1: <laughs> Only use your head, Wendy.
0: That's right.
3: Doni. Hi, I'm Tammy, a.k.a. Jeep Mama, and I have a new Jeep bucket list item.
1: I'm Donnie, and I have a new ham radio YouTube channel. Check out WB5ZDD, Tony. Nice. Uh, nobody, Nobody's going to understand that call sign. What, what, what was it? It's, so in ham radio, you have to do everything with phonetics because, you know, you're talking. Yes. It's not, It's not a video thing that you're doing in most cases. Uh, but so it's whiskey, Bravo, number five, Zulu, Delta, Delta. Now some people out there went, holy shit, what was that? <laughs> Cause they don't know what phonetics is. Is this Adam 12? You know, so
0: Delta? wait, wait, what podcast did I just tune into? Exactly. Hold on a second here.
1: <laughs> I've seen ham radio. That's the nerds on, uh, on, on the Homer Simpson show. Yeah. So there you wow. go local jeep news national jeep news and news from around the world it's this week in jeep stolen jeep patriot now well, here's three words you don't normally hear or see together yeah <laughs> a stolen jeep patriot a 12 year old girl decided she had had enough and what? decided yeah and decided to get away i mean you know because 12 year old girls have to do that 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 pressure at that you age. were you were 12 once did you ever have to get away wendy no, I don't think so. Not at 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grandma's 2017 Patriot was available, sort of. <laughs> so, without Grandma's permission, her granddaughter took off to Myrtle Beach. What? And, you know, 12? because, you know, she, knows she needs a break. Oh, poor girl. But a break from Grandma? I mean, no, come on. They just so. I mean, how many hot, loving cookies baked in grandma's toasty kitchen can one kid take, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma thinks her granddaughter took off about midnight, which is about the time most kids do. <laughs> but she didn't wow. notice her and her Jeep were gone until 630 in the morning. Ooh, six hour head start. <laughs> yeah. So Chief James Hammonds used the 12 year old cell phone number. Let me repeat that. Used the 12 year old cell phone number. At 12, she has a cell phone. At 12, oh, she have. had a cell phone, which is good, though. Uh, yeah. To ping and determine her location. And of course, the stolen Patriot Jeep. Oh, and no road trip, illegal or legal, is the same without friends, right? Oh, no, of course not. you got to have friends. <laughs> so she picked up two of her cousins, a 15-year-old and a 16-year-old. Now, you know, I'm thinking they're smart enough to know that even though she's 12 and driving the Jeep, it wouldn't be a good thing to be h- caught behind the wheel of a stolen Jeep. <laughs> At
0: 12, how come the 16-year-old isn't saying, uh, hold on a minute here, I have a license, I-, I should be driving.
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like I said, if, if they got pulled over, by the cops and they're the driver of the vehicle it doesn't matter who stole it now you're you're implicated that's right <laughs> so they said you know nah, you're fine keep driving Do you're it. doing a good Go job Ahead. Yeah. I, I don't know that i could ride with a 12 year old when i was 16 and, and
0: i don't
1: think so. <laughs> i think i would uh, have been very nervous about that so the chief said uh that the the 15 and 16 year old would not be charged with the theft of the jeep you know they were just passengers
0: well, yeah, they didn't steal it. They got picked up along the way.
1: Yeah, they were enjoying themselves, so there's got to be some <laughs> legal implication there. Anyway.
0: Joyride, let's
1: go. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so the 12-year-old spent uh, the night in custody before being returned to her grandma. Well, I think uh, she lesson. <sighs> Hawkins County Juvenile Court uh, has charged the young girl for theft over ten for theft over ten thousand dollars. Now, now the one thing I can't believe is the twelve-year-old stole her grandma's Jeep. The second thing I can't believe is grandma presses charges.
0: Well she should though. I mean, she, yeah, you know, that's she should. the problem with our youth today is there's no consequences but for action. But I actions. mean I mean, come on, grandma, turn me in. <laughs> yeah, but oh, think yeah. about it. I mean, she drove for how long? How far is it? We don't know how far so she dangerous. drove, but the bottom line is she could have crashed into somebody and killed somebody.
1: Absolutely. So dangerous. But you know, she oh, had she had some friends with her, so though she was well it, had some emotional and it was support.
0: It's midnight, it was
1: midnight <laughs> so it's not like you know, she's there's been driving a, in the dark forever. There's not a lot of people on the road, so it's a good decision. It's all good. <laughs> So, now I'm going to say this. No 12-year-old should be listening to this podcast, so they won't hear my recommendation. Turn off the cell phone. Now, yeah. <laughs> No, nah, I'm just joking. Don't do drugs. Stay in school and never, ever steal grandma's Jeep, you little bastards.
0: Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it.
1: <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that I would have been more upset if it was like a Wrangler or a Gladiator, but man... Uh, that 12-year-old girl would have really been styling. You know, if you're going to steal something, <laughs> do it, do it in style.
0: Yeah, Or grandma had a Cadillac or a Mercedes or something really, you know, Tesla.
1: Woohoo. So there's nothing in your in your ba- uh your past history, Wendy, where you stole something or uh, you know, maybe you want to come out on the show tonight and and cleanse you know, your soul and admit to yeah, uh, okay, stealing well, grandma's Jeep. It,
0: yeah, I wished I had a really cool story, but I don't. I Can just, you make something you know, up. <laughs> Uh, i could probably borrow one of bill's that might be uh, no, of no, would be kind of
1: fun how i met bill i stole his jeep yeah. and he didn't press charges if i would uh, go out with him that would be
0: it was good yeah <laughs> well we could make something
1: up. i'll erase that part and now you just relate that story
0: <laughs> exactly well i have another story to share it's called four by four flavors now what flavor four-wheel drive system do you want Now, we've been reporting on the new three row Grand Cherokees, and we found that the 2021 Grand Cherokee L will have three four wheel drive systems to pick from.
1: Well, that's like 12 wheel drive, Wendy.
0: (laughs) You know, I've written this going, wait, how many letters and numbers are in this?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. They love, men love uh, their numbers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yes, this pavement pounder will be off road capable, standard with the Quadratech One, a full time four wheel drive system with an NV140 transfer case. Now, it'll use multiple sensors to change torque and adjustments, including engaging brakes to help drivers, wait, sorry, to help deliver that torque to the wheel that needs it
1: most. I think you said it right the first time because this is like, you know, (laughs) doing it for the driver. You know, don't think, just let let the Jeep handle it for you.
0: Yeah, I, I think we're sort of moving away from driving anymore, right? These yeah. vehicles coming out today have all these slick things they're doing to it, make it so you can just sit and ride.
1: It's cool, but even on the Enterprise, Scotty would be asked to put it in manual override. And, That's
0: right. You know, come on. Now, there's a QuadraTech Track 2. They dug deep for these four-wheel drive <laughs> systems, didn't they? Now this, now, this will have a two-speed NV245 transfer case with a low range, but unlike the QuadraTech 1 version, Clutch packs will be used to change the torque to the axle with the most traction, up to 100%.
1: Now, see, that's that means that nothing's ever going to go wrong because there's right, there's more that. parts, there's more things that are doing things for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, th- this next part's what I love. Now, your Jeep will decide if you need front or wheel
1: wheel
2: drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So
0: again, you don't have to have any knowledge or experience or anything now. You can just go out and say, tell me what to do.
1: Don't go out and spend $3,000 for an Atlas transfer case so you can make that decision for you, whether you want front or wheel drive. Yeah, Just let that Jeep do it with clutch packs. That's what I say.
0: Now, this system will also have a 2.71 to 1 gearing for more aggressive off-road use. Hill descent and neutral range will make this rig better for off-road or being towed behind that RV. BodgerTac Two will be available on the Overland and Summit trims.
1: That's interesting. Uh, the trim levels. I, I don't think I've heard of. Uh, now Josh is probably going to get after me because it's probably in a story he read, and I just wasn't paying attention. I don't. You <laughs> but I don't. Uh, you uh, get. Overland is a. That's a neat trim level package with the interest in overlanding. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's going to catch catch some people's eyes. Like, honey, I'd like to overland. We need this uh, trim package for you know seventy two thousand dollars.
0: Well, and how about summit trims? So that means what? We can get to the top of that mountain?
1: Oh, that's very good. Yes, exactly. That that that's the four wheel drive thing for you there. If you want to get yep. to the top of that mountain, on that very edge, that yeah. razor back, you know, you need to get the summit trim package.
0: That's right. It's all subliminal marketing going all on. All sales.
1: All about sales.
0: <laughs> well, that's two. What's the third? Not QuadraTac 3. I
1: was surprised because I just (laughs) saw that coming.
0: (laughs) Added to the QuadraTac 2 is the Select Terrain Management System. Oh, here we go.
1: I like that. STMS. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes, for Summit Standard and optional for Overland Trim. You'll earn the privilege to select predefined terrain modes. Ooh, I know. You have choices. Choices. You have Auto, Sport, (laughs) Rock, Snow, Mud, Sand. Hmm. I like how they do
1: mud and sand is one option. I mean, that's one of you can't pick mud or sand. You have to pick mud sand.
0: And here's the problem. When you have rock, there could be snow. There could be mud. There's more than likely going to be sand. So keep
1: keep your your hand on the knob or the lever that selects this stuff so you can just jiggle that thing back back and forth (laughs) (laughs) like a shake weight.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it's doing all these great things. I wonder if it airs down the tires,
1: too. Oh, that would be nice. You know, the, the push a button. The original Hummer, you could uh, air up tires, you could balance them, you could do all kinds of things on the go. That would be, you know, I'm surprised nobody's come out with anything like that. Uh, I guess well, it's a a really complex system or something.
0: It's probably going to happen for this. It should for this price range.
1: Oh man, it would be really cool if it, you know you, if you pick mud or sand and it aired you down to like 10 psi. Uh, or, that,
0: or or you can select the PSI based on the tires you. Oh had, no no right? no no so, no!
1: That's too many decisions for the oh, for the for the, for the driver, the person that spent the hundred grand for the thing. <laughs> we can't leave that decision to you. The next thing you're going to do is want to work on it, which you really can't do because you're not skilled enough to do that.
0: No, and, and, and can you imagine the owner's manual for this? It Would be so thick.
1: <laughs> it, Here's all. It's the It's a QR options. code. You scan yeah. it with your phone, and it takes you to a website.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're well, saving there the I trees. Have, yeah. there you have it kids it started with automatic transmissions and ultimately will end with you being a true passenger in your wait for it hundred thousand dollar vehicle it's not necessarily a bad thing but damn it <laughs> give me a full manual control when i need it
1: oh absolutely just like star trek scotty give me manual control exactly. damn it captain <laughs>
0: I want to be in control when I cruise over those rocks and go slowly. Absolutely. I don't want telling I, me how to do it, what to do.
1: I have no problem with automation and it would be, be wonderful if the vehicle could drive itself, you know, especially when you're you're just going back and forth to work every day. You guys remember sure. that, right? When you went back and forth to work every day and yeah, yeah. And, and just put it on the thing and you uh, lay back and you catch another, you know, hour 2 hours a day sleeping. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> oh well
0: what do you think of the new three-seat grand cherokee l let us know by reaching out to us and you know where to go to find where to reach out jeeptalkshow.com contact we're
1: looking forward to hearing from you absolutely we love hearing from you folks and uh, you know by the way uh wendy we were were talking before we actually started the show proper how we got a lot of comments about uh, your snow wheeling uh segment and uh, i thought that was great we got lots of pictures Uh, from from folks uh, out snow wheeling, there was even a person in Texas that sent in a uh, a picture with uh, snow wheeling, and you see this brown streak, not unlike uh, if you ever had, ever had teenage boys when you're doing laundry, uh, this brown streak oh. <laughs> behind the jeep and snow on both sides because yeah. you know in Texas it's mud.
0: <laughs> I know, but it was it was white mud for a day. I saw the the uh, weather come through. So it was all all because that we talked about that last you know that, don't you? Oh yeah. So everything it, we did. It, we shared about it. We wanted snow. You had not driven in snow. So uh-uh. by the way, did you get out and drive in it?
1: I was just gonna say no snow. It was a oh. big it was a big to do of about nothing. And and what oh. Wendy's referring to is is that I actually mentioned that uh we were looking at a uh possible uh mix of rain and snow or sleet and snow in my area, which I'm in Southeast Texas. I'm only uh, about 60 miles from the coast of the Gulf of Mexico, so we don't really get snow here. And they were calling for up to 13 inches of snow just a little bit north of my location. It would, it would, it would have been – I could have driven there within an hour probably if, yeah. it, if it had snowed. I was really looking forward to it. I was actually thinking about the show, and I thought this will be great if it snows. I don't Perfect. care how much my wife complains about it. I'm going to yeah. go out there and get some pictures and also yep. to just enjoy my probably one and only time that I'll get to go in the <laughs> yeah. snow with my Jeep. Cause I so, have to in,
0: in, in Texas, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be driving across country to where there's snow. I mean, uh, so, uh, in, in, and I haven't been watching news, you know, since this whole, uh, the COVID thing. The news is always just so dismal, and, and I haven't been watching any news, so I need to go and, and find out if it snowed up in Dallas. Dallas is not that unusual to get snow. That's about a four-hour drive uh, from Houston, and uh, there are good ways from the Gulf of Mexico, so it's more likely that for them to get snow uh, maybe once a year, maybe once every couple of years. So uh, I don't know. I'll have to go and check and see uh, what kind of snowfall they got, if any. But it was, a, it was a hell of a front that moved through, I'll tell you that. And It did drop temperatures really wet, really nice. Wow,
0: that's too bad you didn't get the white stuff. It would have been fun to see you in those pictures.
1: Yeah, it would have been. So if you've got a news tip or you have a response to any one of our stories, make sure to let us know by phone or email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com contact to find out how. There's all kinds of ways you can uh, contact us there. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. And you know we have something for everyone at the 4x4 Radio Network. That's 4x4radionetwork.com. Beyond the Trail Podcast, Trail trail Chasers, easier to listen to than say. The Center Podcast, the 4x4 Podcast, lots of great off-road shows, and it's all for free. And it's on the 4x4radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. What? Where's the noob? Noob, 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 hey newbie,
0: noobie. Noob nugget.
4: It's time for newbie nuggets.
0: Well it's a new year and time for new goals for what you want to achieve with your Jeep. <clears throat> 2021 is wide open with the possibilities. So what are you planning? Is it a trip somewhere, a new mod, or just getting organized? Do you set Jeep specific goals? Now, I know a lot of people who set personal goals, and then come February March, they abandon them. Seems they just aren't excited about a goal once the new year gets on its way. Well, Jeep goals are different because you want to reach these goals. Maybe you want to add a lift or get new tires, or maybe get a basic toolkit together, or add recovery gear. Maybe it's a new or lights. Or maybe you just want to organize all the tools and gadgets you've seen on all the other Jeeps while you're out on the trail. Or perhaps you've acquired all the things Josh has presented in his Must-have Stuff Pick of the Week or Tech Talk, you know, the ones he presents and tempts us with each week on the Jeep Talk Show podcast. Now, though, they all need to be organized and not bouncing all around the Jeep when you go out. Speaking about going out, what plans do you have for venturing out in your Jeep this year? Is it a new trail or something challenging? I see lots of clubs posting their venues and having fun lately. Set your goals high for lots of jeeping. It's what we do. And don't forget about setting some goals for those mods. They don't just happen overnight. Some of them need planning for timing, acquiring parts like shipping delays, and setting aside your time and money to get the job done. Now, my goals for the year are to wheel more, of course. But seriously, I just want to tackle more tough trails and gain lots of experience that I can share with you, the listeners. I don't have any plans for mods on my goals list, I'm sure Bill would have something to say about that, but he isn't here, so I'm gonna run with it
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: well no, yeah well, no matter what you plan to do for your goals and your jeep, get it written down, check it off when it's done, and keep on jeeping Now you never know what road you you will find and where the trail takes you and what other stuff you need to have for your jeep. if you are new to jeeping, you can go back through all of our uh, our episodes for great info and you can also visit my newbie nuggets episode starting with episode 425 wow that seems so long ago Tony really (laughs) is Uh, so what types of goals do you have planned for this year since Josh is not on it would be fun to hear what his were but what about you
1: Um, I'm going to continue to see if I can uh, resolve the issue of uh, the running hot on the highway Uh, actually I I mentioned uh, Rusty411 earlier Uh, there's a, a Set of uh, there's a YouTube channel I found called Forced Rusty Four One One, and uh, he also has a '98 <clears throat> uh, Cherokee. And guess what? He has a a problem on the highway with the the <laughs> with the heat creeping up as oh, he's maybe. as he's driving down the road. Now he's on '40s, so uh, he's done. He's doing some work to try to figure out uh, how he can uh, cool the his '98 uh, Jeep Cherokee down. And uh, it's interesting because. I noticed that if I'm driving uh under uh, uh 3000 RPMs or around uh, I don't know 2500 RPMs it doesn't really get hot over uh, a, sh- a long period of time. So okay. I was thinking maybe I just have my uh, my Jeep overgeared for the the 33s that I have on there. But he's oh, running okay. 40s. <laughs> so well, I need to check out check it out with him but I'm thinking that uh he may have answered my question and because uh, the 456 with my combination, really, I should be running 35s. And uh, that would be fine. It, would, I, I, it wouldn't it would be great for off-roading because I think I'd break that Dana 30 on front. But anyway.
0: Oh, you might, yeah, yeah.
1: depending on what you did. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, 35s would be a lot of changes I would uh, need to make, a lot of expensive changes I would need to make. But anyway, get, to get to the punch, that's the one thing that I want to try to get done uh, this year is, uh, is to get it where I can drive to an off-road park and uh take all these modifications that I've been doing for years, yes. and actually have fun with the jeep off road
0: you I, need to do that
1: more yeah it's it's i you know I can't get there uh, it's like I need a trailer and a uh, a tow rig to to be able to get there once i'm there it 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 acts fine, it's just on the highway
0: hmm well, hopefully you'll get that resolved, and Rusty can help you out,
1: yeah, that would be nice. So, so, are you sure there's not going to be any modifications in uh, your Jeep's future?
0: <laughs> you know, it was funny. Uh, I think it was, what, two episodes ago we talked about there's nothing I need to do. I think it was in our fireside chat. We talked about what, what mods you wanted to do. And I'm like, oh, there's nothing I need to do. I talked to Bill afterwards. He's like, well, you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, please. I think he's looking at shocks. But, of course, they're not the shocks you just go out and run out and buy. He wants to upgrade to something, you know, it's going to probably set us back a little bit. So, we need to put pennies in the jar and collect money for that one Um, but i think that's probably the only thing i know there's some little tweaking he needs to do underneath and we've been out a couple of times and just you know stuff that needs to be looked at and maybe maintenance wise so hopefully there's no major mods because we've kind of done everything i think but (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's famous
0: last words when you own a jeep
1: right oh god there's always something you can do <laughs> uh, wendy i mean if if you've looked into a, a catalog or man i think oh. the, i think the worst offenders are the ones that you see off-road and you go i haven't seen that before what does that do and then they explain it to you and you go oh pff, i gotta get that so uh <laughs> i think that's one of the reasons why a lot of uh, companies like um um Spon- not necessarily sponsoring, but kind of that way, sponsoring vehicles by uh, by our people because they go off road and they're seen, and that they want that mm-hmm. worn winch to be seen on the front of the Jeep. They want yeah the uh, exactly. the uh, the sliders uh, that, uh, that that they make to be seen on the side of the yeah. Jeep, and if they
0: tires and tires going over rocks and how does it you know how the compound work?
1: And Absolutely, all kinds
0: of- yeah. No, I I see how that works. So
1: it's been going well, on for years. So
0: <laughs> it's not going to stop anytime Mm-mm. soon. Well, do you have a topic or suggestion for newbie nuggets? I'd love to hear from you. For more info, check out my YouTube channel at Jeep4-1-1 with more tips, tricks, and techniques. Well, guess what? We have a review, Tony. Oh, good. But since I think. Josh, Yeah, well, <laughs> since Josh isn't here, you know he hates bad reviews. Um, we're going to mention this review from Apple Podcasts. Well, it's not really that horrible of a review, but it's from Shad0FX, also known as Joe. So, Joe gives us four stars due to lack of FSJ representation. <laughs> well, I can't say I blame him for that. The full-size <laughs> Jeeps are really cool, and it's a shame we don't see more of them on the road oh, and off-road. Uh, now, Joe says it's a great podcast. He did capitalize the word great. Hang on.
1: Nice. Hang on. Okay, continue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I really enjoy the information, he says. I really enjoy the host. Yippee! Ooh. Uh, and it helps me get through my day, he says. I'm a diehard FSJ fan to the point I'm trying to fight to get out of debt to pick myself up an, another FSJ as a daily driver. Wow. In honesty, the podcast really deserves five stars. I agree with him. <laughs> yeah, I think he's very right on there. It should be five stars. So this is a bad review with a twist, sort of. you got to love that. Thanks, Joe, and thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys calling in, and uh, we'd, we'd love to hear from everybody. So, Give us a call. Give now, us
1: a review. Now, Wendy, you remember the movie Twister, right? I can't believe it's yes. it's been so long since it came out. It just really doesn't seem like it's been that long. There's people listening going Twister. That movie came out before I was born. I thought it was a game. <laughs> oh, it is. Isn't
0: that, a, isn't that a board game you play on the ground?
1: <laughs> it, it, it was Twister, though, wasn't it? The uh, yes. the one with the cow siding and all that yes. stuff. Yes. cows. They had the opening <laughs> sequence. The big opening sequence had a, uh, I think it was a Honcho uh, FSJ Jeep truck and it was yellow and it just absolutely gorgeous. Yes. And they flipped that damn thing over and dropped it from a large, uh, from a, <laughs> a
0: yeah. high a, height.
1: <laughs> a, a large crane holding it. Yeah. Although you didn't see that. No, yeah. no, that would have ruined the whole shot. Uh, with that, you. that's yeah. That's part of the movie magic. But anyway, it just was so sad to see because it was just a beautiful Jeep truck. And you know, there's especially at that time there wasn't a lot of jeep trucks it was uh mm-hmm. kind of the j10s the j20s and uh and you know, somebody correct me if i'm wrong on this because old jeeps is not something that is in my uh as josh would say wheelhouse i i started paying attention to jeeps i guess around 1976 when i wanted one and uh so uh, after that uh, you know i didn't get one until 98 uh, when i got my uh, cherokee but anyway uh that was just so sad to see and uh, they uh that is one of the full-size jeeps I would really like to have. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, because it, it's a truck, it's a jeep, and I think I'd like to have it yellow, just like the one that they had in Twister. Go for it. Put it on your goals for this year, Tony. Every once in a while, I will check for J tens and J twenties, and I'm not sure which that one, which one that was in, in Twister. I looked at it up at one time. I just don't remember now. Uh, but every so often, I will look in Craigslist for something like that, and oh my mm-hmm. God, you know, if you do see one, it's like. It's rusty, it's falling apart, and I want $50 billion for it. Yeah. <laughs> Those are hard to find. Sentimental value, I, I, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, Joe, thanks a lot for the review. Keep them coming in. And, uh, yes. man, if you get, uh, if you get a, a FS, FSJ Jeep for a daily driver, make sure you uh, check us out on social media. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I think we're even on Tumblr. We're everywhere except for Pinterest. so just look for Jeep (laughs) Talk Show and uh, post us a picture and uh, you know uh, mention us in there so we can uh, see that pic
0: yeah that'd be fun to see that
5: a
1: little bit all right call it all rat bastards and if you don't already know a rat bastard is somebody that listens to this show for free yes (laughs) that's right now there's no (laughs) there's no reason you have to be a paid subscriber but damn it 2021 you should want to be a subscriber a paid subscriber so uh and and again big thanks to everybody that has become a paid subscriber uh and, and and i've said this before and i'll say it again if you want to keep calling yourself a rat bastard you're the customer. Go right ahead. <laughs> uh, but, but but
0: here but here's another thing, Tony, to mention. It's the beginning of the year, so if you're a paid subscriber, you get the whole year for that.
1: Absolutely, that's, absolutely. That's kind and, of a good deal, and it's like next to nothing. Uh, I mean, it's like little over two dollars a month, for, you know, uh, in generally speaking, each month has four episodes. It's an episode a week, so uh it's it's That's
0: 50 cents an episode is that what you're saying to
1: oh me? yeah i mean it's it's about that you know it's about 52 cents or something like that i don't want to misrepresent wow. those two cents goes a long ways these days does go a long way <laughs> <laughs> so oh you know i was uh i was walking down the stairwell at work i've been having to go in uh here recently because of uh we're moving from uh, one floor to another and all the it stuff has to be moved so i was going down the stairs and i saw a penny on the parking garage stairs now i'm not going to say where it is because i don't want everybody rushing over there to get get that penny and i thought to myself you know when i was a kid i used to love to find pennies you, you would spy them from 600 feet away run mm-hmm. over there zigzagging through traffic your mom screaming yeah. at you <laughs> to, yes to get that penny to get that penny and i just walked over it now i don't i care it's <laughs> well
0: you know what it's it's rare now coins are what disappear really so they're could be some value to it you need to look it up and see what the date is on it might be it might, might be an old penny oh
1: my god i just thought maybe it's a wheat penny maybe i, I walked over a wheat penny i would love to have a wheat penny you know I, seriously I have, I have a penny collection and i have some uh, world war ii pennies oh that do are you? steel you know cuz you couldn't use copper they used it in ammo during world war 2 so there's a couple of years there that they're actually made of uh, of metal they're mag- magnetic no copper so are are they a different are different color than right the yep. color of metal Yep, as yep. Opposed they, uh, to the copper exactly wow. they, they kind of you know gray like what you'd expect a piece of metal to to look like mm-hmm. and uh, got a couple of those and uh, several wheat pennies I had a friend of mine that was always looking for wheat pennies of course they were easier to find in the 70s yeah not anymore uh, this this <laughs> is to- turned into a coin podcast so, I remember when I was little, little bitty, my mom, and, and when I say little bitty, I could sit on the the, the the vertical escalator. I mean, the horizontal escalator. What do you call that thing where you, you're at the shopping, uh, you're checking out at the grocery store and the, the, the thing, the little uh, band moves. The, the it, conveyor belt? Yeah. So, that was, my, mom would oh, sit okay. me, my mom would sit me on there, and I think that they, she would ask them if they had any buffalo nickels. And the lady oh. would dig through the, the change, and oh. if she found a buffalo nickel, she'd give it to me. So oh. there was, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with this, or, or the listeners are familiar with this, but there's literally uh, nickels that had the buffalo on the yep. nickel. And uh, I was too young to, to to keep up with them. In fact, I used to eat the, the change, so I probably passed it through my system. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or I could just see it still in your system one day. Hey, look what we found. This this relic here inside.
1: Eat two quarters and uh, come out and change, yeah. So, (laughs) I think that's the standard joke. But, uh, yeah, anyway, it's... uh, (laughs) How do I say it? But I digress. So, if you got a buffalo nickel, I'll take that as a paid... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> paid oh, subscription, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Barker. Here, you not have a, not the wheat pennies. It'll have to be several wheat pennies, but uh, <laughs> several of those,
0: but definitely a buffalo
1: nickel. I got to be able to see the buffalo on it. You can't just say it's a buffalo and, and no drawing on coins. I'm just telling yeah. you. <laughs> so if you'd like to subscribe, be a paid subscriber. We'd really appreciate it. Go over to jeeptalkshow.com/contact, and you'll see how you can subscribe. And I think for I think it's thirty nine ninety five. Uh, you'll see the different subscription levels there. Uh, for thirty nine ninety five, uh, we'll actually give you a uh, 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 no longer a rat bastard uh, honor sticker. Not sticker. It's a, a badge. Honor nice. badge. Yeah, you know, like yeah. the like the Jeep honor badges. It looks very wow. similar to that, but not enough to get and, this uh, suit. Um, and then are
0: are those in stock now? Did you?
1: you they they get are in stock. Are and oh, uh, good. I was I was going to mention that uh, I, I, we have had several people that ha- uh, that uh, have signed up for you know, where they can get one of these. I have to create a form so that you can go in there and fill out your information because the, the I've learned the hard way. The PayPal information that you may have uh, may be very old, and I don't want to send the the badge someplace where it's not going to get to nope. you. So uh, I don't mean to make it hard on you, but I just want to make sure you get the honor badge that we have for you. So I'm going to do up a form. I'll uh, be directing you guys over there, probably uh, individually. Hopefully the email address on your PayPal account is uh, is correct. And I'll direct you over there and make sure we have your right e- uh, mailing address. And we are working on other things to give away when you become a paid subscriber. Right now, it's just the paid subscriber, no longer a rat bastard uh, uh, Jeep, or uh, not Jeep, I shouldn't say that, uh, Jeep Talk Show Honor Badge.
6: Perfect. Hey, guys. <clears throat> Justin P. here again. Uh had a quick question for you guys. Um, so, Rear window defroster on my JKU hasn't been working. Upon further investigation, that damn little tab that is, I guess, soldered to the window came off. So, do you guys have like a way to fix that? I I don't think soldering it back onto the window is an option. Um. So, is there like a easy fix that you guys know of? Um. Yeah, I would love to hear that. Um. Also. I went through all the effort of sending you guys a red envelope, and I still haven't got my stickers. Um, Oops. Still waiting on those, trying to put the Rat Bastard sticker on the old Jeep here, on the old war wagon. Um, So, yeah, um, just uh, let me know on the the window situation. So, all right. Well, got to go to work. I'll be listening to you guys on Friday. All right, bye.
1: Justin, I am absolutely horrible about sitting stuff out. It's not difficult to do. I'm just horrible about doing it. I've got your red envelope right here, and I've been telling myself, i got to send out those stickers. i got to send out those stickers. i got to send out those stickers. It's been well, a long time. It has really actually, been a long time.
0: Actually, Justin, I, I just want to say, you sent a red envelope to Tony. He's never going to give up that envelope. <laughs> he should have <laughs> sent a different color, like pink or fuchsia or something. He would have said, oh, my oh. gosh, get out of here now.
1: Buchsia. isn't that pink? And then this is another word for pink, uh, Wendy? Well, yeah, you women. Cool.
0: I know, but I'm just saying, if he had sent some different color, you might have gotten rid of it sooner. I don't now, know. No, I said
1: that. If you really want to, if you really want to stand out for uh, <laughs> your sticker, send us a red envelope. And he, he yeah. he's, he's the one person that did that.
0: Well, he did do that, but you're hanging on to it because it's red.
1: So this <laughs> happened before. I had a bunch of. Uh, I, I mean, I make sure that I'm keeping up with the envelopes because if somebody sends sends in requesting a sticker, I want them to get it. And a yes. long time went by before I put the stuff in there, and I think okay. these people had actually passed away because I never heard anything fret back from them that's how long <laughs> it took me to get the get the stickers to them. So, That's not
0: something I, I would be admitting personally.
1: In my <laughs> well, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. I'm making light of it, but it's horrible. You, you know, you send in the thing. You want your sticker. I God bless you. I'm glad you want the sticker. I'm glad you listen yes, to the show. They want the sticker.
0: And I want just, to see pictures of the
1: stickers. And I feel horrible. But uh, we, we never get we never get pictures of this of the stuff. We never get pictures of the stickers, Wendy. They get the stickers, I think. And uh, it, I never see pictures. Uh, I I love seeing pictures of of the stickers. So. Uh, But anyway, uh, I will try my damnedest to get the stickers out. And I think I've got like three or four envelopes here. I will try my damnedest to get these things out tomorrow hey uh, okay, justin I, so I have you to hear do, the show yeah. and a week
0: later you don't have your red envelope back you need to call back
1: in oh and talking <laughs> about forgetting things uh this is actually a week late for justin's voicemail this is that voicemail oh. remember we talked about it i said oh yeah i got to put couldn't... that voicemail in it's at the top of the right. show notes you know josh normally moves them into the show someplace yeah. and i said i'll just remember to do it well the show is over and i remembered to do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well let's just blame josh he's not here yeah, we'll i like do.
1: that <laughs> <laughs> blame the person that can't defend themselves that's that that's works right. out great perfect so justin like i said i'm sorry i missed your your voicemail last week but we're doing it this week um i was f- filling in for josh and he normally takes care of our show notes yes so, and, and this is my opinion yes soldering the little tab back on is your solution keep in mind that you'll be soldering to heat sensitive glass because glass can always crack by, based on the amount of heat that's put into it so keeping the heat to a minimum on the glass is important. Clean the surface of both halves of that, of that contact, That uh, I would assume it's copper or some sort of metallic substance. So you want to get a, 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 at least something there that the, the solder will stick to. Now be careful not to lose any of the material that is on the contact. You don't want to flake off you know, a half inch of it and now how am I going to get solder between those two pieces uh so uh do it very gingerly, and actually, you might want to use some flux once you once you get it cleaned off. Put some flux on there, and then the the uh, solder will have a better time uh sticking to just the the surface where the flux is so uh you'll want to make sure your soldering iron is up to temp, so you want to make sure that it's as hot as it's going to be, so don't turn it on and start trying to use it immediately and i would i would uh, you know I think it's uh weller or welder. Uh, those hand things with the trigger looks like a gun that has the, the thing, the little solder t- uh, uh, tip on the end. I think okay. I, would, I think I would stay away from that because those things get really hot. Uh, it, it, it may be something that you have to go to, but I would stick with a, like a 30 watt or maybe a, a, a 50 watt soldering iron to start. You want to keep the, the heat. you want the heat to be hot enough to melt the solder and heat up the contact, but you don't want to transfer too much heat to the glass. So, uh, with a tip on the soldering iron covered with a little bit of the uh, film of, of the solder, go in quick and get the solder, uh, the solder, I, th- I think it's actually solder. I always, always always called it solder, uh, yeah, flowing. I it was solder. Just take a second or two. Now, pull away and inspect your work. Now, inspecting work actually lets things cool down a bit, which uh, can let the glass quickly dissipate the heat and, and less likely to, to crack. If you need another pass, go in again. Uh, keeping it to a minimum time on the, the surface of the, uh, of the glass. If you're having problems getting the solder to flow or connect between the two surfaces, you might need a higher wattage soldering iron. I know that that means more heat and more potential damage to the glass, but the trick here is to get it hot, solder it, and get off quickly. That means that the, the glass is going to not get uh, really hot and it will uh, cool off rapidly. Now, I have to tell you, yes, you can damage the contact traces and possibly even crack that expensive back glass. So, if you are at all concerned that you'll damage your Jeep, take it to a professional. Good advice. Hopefully, they just solder it and not try to replace the entire back glass.
3: Ooh, yeah, i bet you they essential.
1: try i bet you they try to <laughs> replace of course the entire they do last.
0: yeah it's because it's easier for them
1: <laughs> well it's more money More
0: money for them too yeah exactly so,
1: yeah so thanks for calling and let us know what you decide to do and if you repair it yourself how it
2: went from the mind of Nikki g hey this is Nikki g and uh, i just gotta say last week you guys were talking about wheeling into snow And I grew up in Ohio, northeast Ohio, which was known as the snow belt up there. All the moisture coming off of Lake Erie would just dump tons and tons of snow on us. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I grew up doing a lot of snow wheeling and some of it even intentionally. (laughs) (laughs) That's not why I'm calling. I'm going to tell you that. Every day on my way to work, I get hit by a bicycle. Yeah, I know. It's a vicious cycle. (laughs) yeah i know what can you say they all can't be winners (laughs) all right boys and girls i'll chat you later you have a good one bye but nikki g That was
0: clearly not one of those winners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but Nikki that G, just the,
1: the law of averages should indicate that they're winners every once in a while. <laughs>
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> he absolutely, does such a
0: good job of putting a smile on her face. I love it. Thanks, absolutely Nikki. Absolutely
1: love the Nikki G. So yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, and I haven't mentioned in a while, you know, uh, Nikki G has a podcast. No, I'm not joking. He does. Uh, the 10-Minute Podcast.
0: Yeah, and it's, guess what, 10 minutes long.
1: If you love Nikki G as much as we do, write in. Let us know what you think about Nikki G's very clever, well, uh, uh, numerous <laughs> <laughs> jokes. So uh,
0: Jeep, Winning jokes.
1: Yes. Yeah, winning Jeep, jokes. Jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. We'd lo- love to hear from you. Call it in on the voicemail. We'd, uh, it'd be funny to hear some, uh, some, some Nikki G love on the voicemail.
2: Yeah. Are you living the Jeep life? From mall crawlers to weekend warriors, from daily drivers to weekend wheelers, it's all about the Jeep life, and it's all good. It's time for Jeep Life with Jeep Mama.
3: Burr, Tony, Josh, and Wendy, it's cold here in the winters in Colorado. But the positive is winters in Colorado are not nearly as bitterly cold as North Dakota. So there's that. <laughs> Last week, you know, I said I'd share with you how I know about SOA. And what SOA is. First, SOA is one of those Jeep acronyms. SOA is short for Spring Over Axle. It's a modification for the YJ, the first generation Jeep Wrangler. This Jeep came after the CJ and before the TJ. I guess Jeep just didn't believe in alphabetical order. Now, the YJ ran from 86 to 1995. This is the year that Jeep redesigned the frame and springs a hot-dipped galvanized frame, some say that it's the best frame Jeep ever made, and stiffer springs. Since the beginning of Jeep, they used what is called a leaf spring. A leaf spring is usually attached to the frame of the vehicle at each end, while the wheel or axle assembly is fixed to the middle of the spring. The Jeep, after the YJ, was the TJ. Now, the TJ is when Jeep ushered in the coil springs, like on the JKs. So off the factory floor, the YJ's leaf springs would be under the axle. Jeepers back in the day realized moving the springs over the axle made for a better approach, departure, and breakover angles. Better than any other Jeep out there. Now these leaf springs are the perfect leaf spring with their width, length, and spring rate. Now spring rate is how far the spring moves when flexing. This is a super easy modification. You simply move the leaf springs from under the axle to on top of the axle. You're going to need to replace the U-bolt, of course. And, of course, save the old ones for trail spares. You can also add more lift to this Jeep by adding an add-a-leaf. You can get that online. Or you can find an old S10 pickup and use the top two leafs from that. This is called a bastard pack. This will give you about 5.5 inches of lift. This will outflex a short-arm XJ, TJ, or the JKs. It's super cost-effective. The performance is awesome. Awesome. The performance is awesome, and it doesn't ruin your ride. Now, I have watched in-person several of these modifications on the YJs. We have brought back a few YJs from the graveyard using this modification. We're currently working on one right now. Now, earlier in the year, we shall not mention... We had a 91 YJ with this modification, along with a three-quarter-inch heim joint steering modification, and it was a double open five-speed. We took her, Miss Daisy, to Kingman, Arizona to wheel. I was really nervous when I saw the trails we were taking her on. I honestly didn't think she would make it. Well, she probably wouldn't have made it with me driving it, because I had no confidence in driving a five-speed on the rocks. But someone with experience on the rocks and no fear like Neil... Or even I would say Josh fits that category too, from what I've seen in his videos. Now Neil outwheeled a modified long arm Rubicon, some JKs, and an LJ. Lots of money in those jeeps. There's videos on my YouTube channel. Just search up the Jeep Mama. While you're there, could you please subscribe? So my goal is to get my own YJ for my trail rig. I would love to do all my own work. I don't need some souped up rig just enough to wheel the Rubicon trail. So. I'm on the lookout for an inexpensive YJ to bring back to life for me. Next week on the Jeep Talk show, a surprise giveaway from Jeep Mama.
1: So, um I think uh, Travis will probably have to uh, uh comment on this, but I think he's already left for the night. He's uh, talking about the Zoom people that we're going to have a, the campfire side chat here in a bit. I <clears throat> I have heard I have heard uh that thing about moving the the uh, leaf springs on the uh, the YJs from the uh, bottom of the axle to the top of the axle, and of course, you know that you get the width of the axle lift out of that. Mm-hmm. So that can be, you know, uh, maybe Tammy said it. And I, I didn't hear it, but that that could be a couple of inches, depending on uh, again on the width of the axle. The problem I with that doing that, and and again, this is not my experience. It's just what I've heard several times, is that you could have more axle wrap uh, when that when you do that because the leaf mm-hmm. springs. You know they're engineered and put on there for uh, the way they are for a reason, so right. so yes, you can get uh, a lift a very inexpensive lift by doing that. I mean, I don't think you have to do anything other than just you know unbolt it, move the spring to the top, and uh bolt it back up but the you can get the the spring can warp uh because of its strength not being uh well good enough for the being on top of the axle so uh it might be. It might be. I don't think you would notice it if you're just driving around town, but whenever you're in high torque situations, that might cause you to uh, have the axle wrap. And of course, whenever you have axle wrap, it deforms the drive line in a, in a way that can damage the u joints and uh, break the uh, the transfer case. I think in extreme circumstances. So uh, hopefully, uh, Tammy will uh, will hear this and she can uh, address that in uh, a future episode. Because I'd like to know if that's a, an actual thing or not. It sounds like. Uh, they've had experience with it, and I'd like to know if that's a possibility, or if it's maybe it's just a worst case uh, scenario. You know how, like Dana 35s, five, always was yes. here that the Dana thirty five is going to explode as soon as you take it off road, and it doesn't. It's you know it doesn't it, yeah it, it can you know it can take out several uh, blocks like a a low yield nuclear thermal warhead, but it <laughs> it doesn't normally <laughs> yeah. So how does Tammy's Jeep life compare with yours? We're always looking for Jeep stories, so contact us and let us know what your Jeep life is like. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out how. How many times have we mentioned jeeptalkshow.com slash contact tonight, Wendy? At
0: least three or four,
1: minimum, I think. So uh, (laughs) if I said jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, would that be too many times?
0: (laughs) No, I, I don't think so, because I think you have to repeat it. You know, sometimes people are driving and they can't write it down and they hear it again. They wrote down jeep and talk but they couldn't get the rest of it so i think it's important to Ho- keep repeating it hopefully jeep we talk say show.com contact
1: yeah. <laughs> hopefully we say it long enough where they don't have to write it down that's the goal yeah
0: well that would be nice but you know
1: mumbling in their sleep the the the, the spouse <laughs> wants to know who the hell is slash contact and why do you yeah. keep saying that <laughs>
0: Why are you spending that many that much time with them? I don't understand. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're learning and having fun and laughing with us.
1: But honey, that's why I want you to listen. This is so good. I'm not going to be talking in my sleep about that stuff. I sure am glad we've got uh, the Zoom people around our CampfireSide chat tonight with Tammy missing for the last what six eight months and yeah you know, josh missing the last two shows it, it, it could get lonely out here and and you and i talk all the time it's great to have other people to talk to and nice
0: and, to have other people yep
1: get other ideas and comments and uh you know so it's it's wonderful and you know i just want to mention i i, I really appreciate the the zoom people showing up here week after week and it's not the, always the same folks we have new people from time to time and uh, it's it's great and uh, I'd like to uh, request uh, that you, the listener, join us in the Zoom room. And if you go to jeeptalkshow.com contact, oh, I said it again, you'll see how you can sign up for the newsletter. And uh, in the okay. newsletter, you'll be able to get that uh, link to our Zoom meeting every Thursday night around 10 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so you know, please join us. We'd like to get your, uh, your thoughts and comments on the show. All right, so tonight, I was thinking, Wendy, last week we talked about the gladiator that went through a, uh, a two-inch yes. two by two-inch mud puddle, and I think it was two inches deep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm lying, it was more than that, because there was mud on what? top of the Jeep. But anyway, uh, it, it wasn't like a pit they got stuck in, and uh, as as it normally, well, I say, shouldn't say normally, as it can happen whenever you go through watery, muddy stuff, it gets up in the alternator, and I think it acts as like sandpaper or something, and yeah. it can cause the alternator to fail. Well, uh, and correct me on this if I'm remembering wrong, uh, Wendy, but I believe that's what happened with this gladiator is the, the electrical system had a problem, and the, yep. the alternator went out.
0: Yeah, there, there was a whole list of things that just started happening, possibly that's due true. to that mud.
1: Yeah, that's true. But who knows? So they took it to the dealer because it was under warranty, and the dealer said, no, nah, uh uh-uh. you took it in the mud. You can't do that. That's a Jeep. <laughs> Sorry, it's not
0: made for that off-roading. We no. didn't mean that kind of off-road.
1: No. <laughs> no. What are you What are you thinking, there, man? So they took it to a uh, another uh, another dealership, and I think they were going to do the warranty, but it, the the Gladiator got flagged, and you know, as a like a like somebody that's uh, trying to screw people over. So um, <laughs> I thought about that. Now, you know. I've mentioned this before. I don't have a lot of vehicles that I can choose from if I'm driving back and forth to work. I got the one vehicle. And if I bought a brand new vehicle, it would be my only vehicle that I needed to get back and forth to work. And if the alternator went out, do I You'd really want it do I want it to be gone for a week? Or two, or depending two on the dealership, yeah. And, and this is the first year Jeep. The Gladiator's a first year Jeep. I, I think it's the first year for it. And and you know we saw with the JLS they didn't have some of the parts available at the dealership, mm-hmm. so it could actually be longer than that. I mean, who wants to buy a brand new vehicle, have it fail? You you know you have the warranty. It's one of the reasons why you're buying a new vehicle is for that warranty, and then not be able to get it. Well, for this Gladiator, if I was able to just replace the the alternator and drive to work the next day, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to replace that alternator and drive it do to it work yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I guess if I was going to have warranty work done, I'd put the old broken one back in it, clean out the mud, <laughs> <laughs> and get it yeah. and get AAA to tow it to the dealership.
0: Give it a bath before you take it to the dealership. Absolutely. Get all the dirt off. Oh my
1: gosh. So I'm curious, uh, actually both Wendy and I are curious, would you, uh, for your Jeep, are you the person that works on it? Hang on a second.
0: We need to bring the Zoom. Are they here? I don't know if they pulled up yet, have they?
1: So the question tonight to our our Zoom folks, and and, and you too, you can always answer uh, and, and call in a voicemail and let us know what your answer is. Do you repair your own Jeep, take it to a mechanic, or if it's under warranty, take it back to the dealership? Good question. So, so uh, I, I think we've covered something like this before. So those of you that are pointing at your listing uh, play device going, you talked about that already. It was six months ago on episode four, four, four. You, you know, Why are they you, repeating it? You may be correct. <laughs> 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 but, you know, because of the Gladiator thing, I wanted to uh, find out uh, what everybody's thought was on this. Uh, after you know hearing about the Gladiator issues. so let's. I don't know.
0: I, I, I kind of think with the Zoom people, I, I have an idea of how they're going to answer, by the way.
1: I think that um, the majority of people, even if they take it to the mechanic or the dealership, are going to say they work on it themselves.
0: <laughs> I would agree. I would agree.
1: Because <laughs> that's the manly man thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> so Let's, let's ask them and find out. Yeah, let's get uh, Jim F., uh, in on this And when I say F I'm not That's not a derogatory term That's the The first <laughs> The first letter Of his last name Jim What do you think If uh, if your Jeep is broken Even under warranty Are you going to Fix it yourself Or have somebody else do it
7: Well it really depends I mean you said If I got a warranty I'm not going to do the work And they hand it off To someone else To do At the dealership
1: Yeah but, but I uh, mean What if they got to Keep it for a week Is that's not going to Affect your ability To get back and forth
8: That's why you collect All the Jeeps
2: You just drive a different one
1: so no
7: then, no i do a lot of my own work uh it's just when i got a morning like my wife's truck when when she has a problem or something we'll take it to the dealership office, since it's still in the warning but everything else we has have i do most of the work i can until like space or tools or special work like you know a transmission or if i need to have it on a lift um then i'll have to have to take it into a dealership but or yeah.
1: to a to a shop yeah i agree I it really depends uh, but so you would uh, would you rent a vehicle if you needed to take your vehicle if you didn't have a backup vehicle would you just rent a vehicle to drive until the you know the dealership finally got the warranty work completed?
7: Well, if it's if it's warranty work, a lot of the dealerships will have a rental for you.
1: I haven't bought a new vehicle since uh, 1998, so this Apparently, this is a foreign to concept to now. me. <laughs> <laughs> you need to
0: come come to the 20th first century. <laughs>
1: Actually, I do remember I had a, a vehicle worked on uh, many 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 years ago. It was a Ford. And they gave me a, uh, a a car to drive while they were working on it. It was a Ford Fiesta. Does anybody remember oh. the the Ford Fiesta? Oh
0: god, yes. <laughs>
1: it came with a can opener, can opener so you could get in and out.
0: <laughs> no, that's not
1: good. <laughs> Can't forget those. So okay, so you you do your work, but you would have uh, the warranty work and and on the more difficult things uh, that you don't feel comfortable with, specialty tools, etc. You take it to a mechanic. So good job in picking all three. Make a decision, damn it. <laughs> 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 Let's jump over to Bob, uh, and this isn't a last name, so I can say it. Two Jeep, uh, two cheap Jeep guys. So Bob, you and your alternate personality, what would you do?
4: Uh I have a five-star garage with a 10,000-pound lift. I you do everything bastard. I myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow
0: lucky lucky where do you, you live at Bob?
1: i know yeah <laughs> well if you check the show notes we'll have a map uh so that you can uh, put in bob's address so Gosh,
4: so,
0: I so, so southern california
1: I already
4: volunteered to cook barbecue for everybody earlier oh, in the zoom so oh,
1: he
0: must be in the south then if he's cooking barbecue
1: so that must mean you're going to be working on their jeep too because they're going to be too full to actually do anything Bob, yeah. do, you, do you do transmission work as well? Do you do the whole that nine happened, yards on that, the vehicle? That did? has happened more than once.
0: Oh, my gosh. Uh
4: Transmissions, I don't mess with anything inside of the transmission, uh, and I don't do anything in the differentials for gears. I yeah. just don't have the know-how.
1: Yeah, that's that's me. That's exactly what uh, where I'm at. So uh, your first choice would be uh, you have a mechanic take care of it, and you just happen to be the mechanic. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, mine, my wife, my best friend's. Coworkers.
1: Oh, and I bet you your uh, best friends multiply <laughs> as soon as they say, find out. I could be the best friend. I'm a really good. <laughs> best this friend. would be worse than having a pickup truck and having a friend that wants to move because. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I great. This
2: friend.
1: Yeah, that's great. That's uh, that's got to be really handy. Uh, I would assume that's a, a business that you're running. I mean, not very many people have really. Oh. So, have you? Are you a paid my subscriber? Wife, <laughs> my wife
4: describes it as. He bought a really amazing garage with this dinky little house attached
1: to it. Oh, I've seen those you know memes. What? I've seen those memes. You know what?
0: Where... And I have the same thing because we're on property for horses. We bought this gr- great barn for our horses and this other house
1: sits on it. So I know that one. You're in the <laughs> guest, guest house. You got... You're in the guest house, Wendy. Yeah,
0: exactly.
4: <laughs> yeah. Our garage is only 250 square feet smaller than the main floor of the house.
1: Wow. That's got to be really nice. And you have one lift or more?
4: Just one, but don't no, worry. We're going to build almost three thousand square foot <laughs> in the in a next to the house. That'll have a couple of lifts.
2: Oh, oh my gosh.
0: That's, that's great. And what part of the country are you in? Don't say. Uh, <laughs> we're just
4: north of Denver with this house.
0: Oh, so you're that, close to California. I could I could make that in a couple days.
1: And, uh, <laughs> and, and actually, you're close to uh, to not Wendy. You're close to uh, Tammy. To
0: Tammy, yeah. Relatively <laughs> speaking, I'm sure. Straight and north Tammy of her now. He's well. got a trailer, a tow rig. That's right. I can definitely get there.
1: <laughs> Man, I would love to have enough room where I could uh, have a trailer and a, a truck where I could just uh, take my Jeep places. That would be the, the perfect solution to the the problem that I'm having with my Jeep. Well, damn it. That's great. I'm glad we asked you a question <laughs> that you could uh, brag about, Bob. Uh, so <laughs> let's uh, let's jump over to uh, Greg L. Greg, uh, how would it be for you? Uh, work on your Jeep or get somebody else to or, or, or it depends?
7: Since I've had it, I've done all the work on it myself. I haven't had the need to have anybody else do anything to it yet. Um, But if there was like a uh, something internal on the transmission or uh, I would ask a lot of questions to the people here in the Zoom room and do a lot of research on it and then uh, uh, take it, you know, uh, I might take it to a mechanic or I might just do it, you know, or I might try to figure it, see if I could do it myself. But. Um, I like to try to do things myself if I can, but if, uh, if not, you know, I, I tend to know what my limitations are and, uh, I guess it just really depends on, fortunately we don't have the need, uh, we don't have the, uh, at, at the moment in time right now, it's not a, a need for us to, to be able to drive the Jeep so we can, uh, cause we have a spare vehicle. Mm-hmm. And so if it were ever to go down, we could let it sit for a while while we do the research to figure out what it is that we need to fix. So.
1: Yeah. Um, I would like to know how to repair an automatic transmission, and I feel that I could do it, and then it would fail, and then I would find out why, and then the next time I would do it, and it would take longer to fail, and probably around the fifth time I'd have it down. <laughs>
0: that's, that's probably about average, though, isn't it? When you do a major repair like that, if you're not really sure, you, gotta, you have to play with it a little bit and figure it out.
1: Uh, yeah, and and I'm thinking it might be different with YouTube because there's a lot of YouTube videos out there, good and bad, but
0: good and bad,
1: yeah. But you can actually see visually what what they're doing. It's almost like having an old timer that's been doing it for a long time showing you what to do. Uh, but uh, it, it's a, it's so much work. I mean, unless you're Bob and you got all those bays and a lift, it, it's so much work <laughs> getting that transmission out and putting it back in and out and back in. And there's always a possibility that you're going to damage something and you're not going to know about it until you're driving it. So now the transmission problem has wound up being a sensor problem or a cabling problem or maybe the the, the, the lines get damaged that cool the transmission. So uh, it's uh, it's not something that people can't do. It's just nice to have that experience so that you know what to watch for so that you can get it done. But I'm, I'm the same way. If it's uh, the differentials or the automatic transmission, Uh, No, I have worked on uh, a uh, manual transmission before. I had a broken synchronizer, and I think that was like a a Muncie uh, four-speed, so this is years ago, and I was able to uh, easily replace that synchronizer and not have to time my shifts uh, <laughs> with RPMs to to go from uh, I think it was from first to second where the the synchronizer had broken. And uh, after that, I was like, I can work on a manual transmission. I can see that. I can understand that. But this maze that's in the bottom of the transmission, automatic transmission, what the hell? And BBs, you gotta <laughs> you gotta watch for the falling BBs. Oh, come on, you know. So anyway, it's a, it's a really interesting design, and I'd like to know more about it. But uh, that that probably will never happen now. But uh, I don't have extra vehicles. I don't have room for extra vehicles. So let's jump over to uh, Christopher R. Christopher R., what would you do in the situation where your Jeep is down? Are uh, you going to do it yourself? you going to uh, take it to a mechanic or uh, take it back to the dealership?
5: Well, if I had a brand new one, it would go to the dealership because I don't have to work on it. So, therefore, let them play, deal with it. Now, the Jeep I currently have is in a million pieces of my garage. Oh, I I tend to do it. (laughs) It's a a four seven WJ and it's got me going through everything. But the pistons, I think I said in the last show, but uh, it's it's had to have the engine redone on it. So I've taken it out, redoing, uh, put another engine in it from a different vehicle that was uh, less mileage and uh we're putting new head gaskets and all that stuff on it and gone through the head reground all the valves so it's been uh gone through and then keep running into certain little small hiccups here and there but since uh time is i'm not on my side right now so once i get to working on it again i should be able to work on it and get it put back together but uh i rebuilt my Wife j 38 like a couple months ago? So engines are no problem for me,
1: yeah, engines it's, are easy engines are pretty simple. Uh, and, and I don't know if that's because I've done it and I was successful or 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 what? Well, it kind of goes back to that do it and it fails. I, I remember the first one. <laughs> uh, the first yeah. one I did, which was a two eighty three chevrolet two eighty three. Uh, my neighbor and I drugged the car around uh, the, the the block, trying to uh, get it to start. It was a manual transmission, and it ran for like two seconds. Uh, I put that thing together with a three eighths inch drive. Uh, nothing was torqued. <laughs> <laughs> I think I oh, was yeah, torque
5: wrenches are a must have. Yeah, doing an I, think, work.
1: <laughs> I think I was sixteen. So, uh, but uh, the next one, uh, the next one ran. It was a three twenty seven, and that one ran. I, it ran for a long time till I broke a main. Uh, and that's when I found out that uh, why Chevrolet did four-bolt mains. But anyway, uh, oh, yeah. so on the 3.8, was it a – how many miles did it have on it whenever you went to rebuild it?
5: Uh, 138,000. Was but it? But it wasn't because of the engine needing problem or having problems. Uh-huh. She had sucked in water and locked up the engine, and it ended up um, having – really, it didn't even need it. It was the timing chain had come really loose because it locked up ah. and stretched the chain yeah but so i said since we were already in there might as well keep going <laughs> while
0: you're in there <laughs> hang on hang yeah on, while hang on.
5: you're in there
1: there <laughs> so, we go so uh so <laughs> it got new
5: pistons rings bearings on the mains and the rods it got uh new valve uh, seals new the whole shebang. Anything rubber was replaced.
1: So, you, so you looked at the mains, the rod bearings, and the mains, and you didn't see any stress on those bearings from the from the hydrolock.
5: No. So they were just needing. I just replaced them anyway.
1: So you didn't have to go with a different size. No grinding. No. Uh, nope. That's cool. So the 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 timing chain actually worked as a fuse.
5: Y- yes, because you, if you could tighten it on one side, you could move the chain two inches on each side. <laughs> I measured it. <laughs> that's that seems a little loose. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty loose. And I told her when she was driving it not to go over three thousand RPM just in case that happened.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well that's great. I mean it's it's wonderful to be able to have that ability to do that because uh, uh I think I would think I, I don't know which one's more expensive. Motors or transmissions. They're I guess they're both about the same these days. So if you can if you can rebuild an engine and fix a problem with an engine uh, you're you're saving yourself so much money and it's wonderful having that that knowledge and you have that ability to know that you can do it yourself you're not uh you don't have to worry about having enough uh cash or enough credit uh to get the vehicle going again or or worse uh getting rid of the jeep simply because you don't have time or knowledge to to fix it uh and uh, right. you know keeping another jeep going on the road for another year i think is a is an honorable thing to do oh
5: okay. yeah she's got probably 3,000 miles on it now. That's wow. a rebuild.
1: Yep. Next thing will be a turbo, right? No,
5: not <laughs> on the
1: 3.8. <3-8. laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, uh, uh, tell us, uh, what is it uh, you, w- that you would do? Work on the Jeep yourself, take it to a mechanic, or warranty work?
2: I do the work myself. Uh, my XJ or my JK, when it was new, I would take it to the dealer uh, begrudgingly. Um but I uh, do all the work myself and in fact in high school my first jeep which was a red YJ had the 770 powertrain warranty and I had a bad head gasket and I took the head off and I'll never forget my dad walking in the garage and say what are you doing and he realized that I had the head off it and he said you know this has only got 40,000 miles on it you didn't have to do this that upset me Jeez. because I was <laughs> I mean it wasn't a big I just burned a head gasket in a funny way it was taking on a lot of fuel and uh fixed it that upset me because i'm like wow i spent the weekend i got it done it just could have been done for free
1: so did it last for forever and ever until you got rid of the the yj
2: yeah it lasted uh another thirty-seven thousand miles until i uh till i finally blew it up i uh, (laughs) yeah you kids (laughs) exactly
0: not messing around just blew it up
1: that's a shame so what happened ultimately what happened to the
2: uh the red yj i sold it for five thousand dollars as a non-runner wow Man. wow that's, that's yeah, c- wow. C- considering considering new it was one of the 99 or 99.95 specials back in. remember when jeep would uh, uh would advertise I mean, them as bare bones it had a hard top was the only option didn't have ac didn't have a radio right five speed great great jeep and uh that's a that's i regret that i should have fixed it but uh I was getting into big big tire Dodges at the time.
1: No, it happens, and uh, uh, that's why I always tell people when they uh, see online they're they're trying to sell their Jeep. I tell them you're gonna you're gonna be sorry. You're gonna regret it. You're gonna regret it. Absolutely, yep. uh, absolutely. So the uh, what was uh, you know? Wouldn't it be great if you could buy a ten thousand dollar YJ brand new? I mean, you know, like if you had a time machine and you could go back and buy one and then bring it forward to the future and and sell it. Uh, I wouldn't sell it for ten thousand dollars. You know, there's there's time and material for that time machine. But uh it would be <laughs> of course it would be great for God, just it would just be amazing to have a brand new old Jeep. Uh for um,
2: for not the much. Crazy, money. The crazy thing is people with good decent YJ get almost ninety nine ninety five today. Yeah,
1: that's true. And if it's all uh, all fancied up and stuff, uh you could see upwards of uh fifteen to twenty thousand dollars for one. Oh yeah. But that's that's the nice thing about things that are old, and, and of course we were talking about XJs earlier, and uh, you know how you can't find uh, an XJ for five hundred dollars anymore. It's uh, they haven't made them for so long; they're getting rarer and rarer. Man, if they do another cash for clunkers, it'll probably increase the price fifty percent. All right, and last but not least, let's get over to Mike Zen and B is the initial of his last name. If you know him, don't yell at his name. Um, <laughs> Mike, how how would you do it? Would you uh, mechanic it uh, yourself, or take it to a mechanic, or uh, if you uh, had warranty work, would you take it to the dealership? Somebody, please tell me they would do it anyway, because <laughs> they don't want the dealership touching it. The dealership doesn't care about your stuff. I'm sorry, Mike. Make make your own decision here. All
8: right. Well, I feel like I'm the black sheep of this group because uh, I'm not uh, mechanically inclined. I was like, so I usually would take my my uh vehicles to a dealer if it's under warranty um even if i wanted to do the work myself i didn't know what i would be looking at so uh some mostly would take care of my stuff i only the only thing really i do is just the uh maintenance on the oil change Mm -hmm. that's as much as i've uh, done in in a vehicle
1: well you have to know your limitations you don't want to make a problem worse uh, it requires right. it requires a lot of uh, a, a lot of learning time to do these things. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking it to mechanic. Do you find that you you spend a lot of money on your Jeep having uh, having things done to it? Um,
8: having the Jeep, I think this is uh, the the m- most expensive vehicle that I have owned <laughs> <laughs> with all these upgrades and stuff like that. Um, but I'm enjoying uh you know get, doing these upgrades. Um, I'm gonna try to do things by myself because I found that uh, the labor costs more than the parts. Oh no! So, yeah, it does. So I I have to figure out how to do it myself. I had the the differential covers that I uh poison spider differential covers and I asked the the, the mechanic, hey, can you put these on? They're like they were trying to charge me three hundred dollars to get it done. I'm <laughs> oh, like, my uh, God! <laughs> I'm like, no, I'll, I'll do it myself. And I mean, how hard can it be? So. Uh, like you said, go over on YouTube, figure yep. out how to do it, and I did it myself. And if when like, that's just
1: fine. That's a great confidence builder too. Was it three hundred each or for both of them?
8: Uh, I think it was for both. Okay. I'm not, uh I'm not sure, but yeah, I said nah, I'd rather save myself some money, and I did it myself. So that so, I was like okay,
1: cool. So I'm th- I'm thinking that's like two hours of work uh, to replace those. Uh, I mean, sorry, not two hours, four hours. Two hours per. It just seems like a, a lot of labor, time that they were uh, putting on there. Maybe they just didn't want to do it. Um, so yeah, was was it a confidence builder once you got those uh, those uh, those covers on there and it wasn't leaking and it worked fine and you and you saved yourself the three hundred dollars?
8: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. it definitely is like. Uh, um I did end up spilling some of the gear oil on me. Well, of course, you have to. to that, that, that's
1: mandatory. <laughs> but that's all part of it,
8: <laughs> and the smell of it. But yes, oh well, but it, it's I, bad. But I was I was uh, happy that I was able to do it myself and save save myself some money.
0: That's really cool.
1: But uh, and job. I and I would assume that that encouraged you to make other to, to try other things uh, doing other things to your Jeep.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I remember. Oh. Uh, I think that was the first thing. I think this is right. Well, I think she put the bumpers. Uh, Tammy put the bumpers on her Jeep. Uh, but I think this is the first thing that was uh, like a serious mechanical thing that if it was done wrong, it could cause catastrophic failure. Uh, she replaced the uh, the diff cover. I think it was on the rear of, uh, of her jeep maybe it was the front but anyway that's the thing. i remember her complaining about the, the your gear, gear oil smell and it was a new jeep relatively new jeep so it was just like we had to tell her yeah it's the the gear oil they just make it stinky so <laughs> it comes that way well mike thanks for that and uh, absolutely nothing wrong with uh, having somebody else do the work for you uh, i know that uh, guys uh, can give other guys uh, a hard time for not uh, working their own vehicles but you have to know your limitations uh, you, uh, there's no, you do not want to do something that you don't feel comfortable doing, uh, and then get in a situation where you have to spend a lot more money having somebody correct your, uh, your mistakes. So I want to thank the, uh, the Zoom people for being with us again tonight and, uh, each and every week you can join and be part of the, uh, the Zoom room, uh, chat that we have, uh, we'll sit around the virtual campfire with, uh, usually Josh, uh, Wendy and myself, uh, and all you have to do is just sign up to our newsletter, jeeptalkshow.com contact. Just uh, scroll through there and look for the word newsletter, and you will see how to subscribe, and what will happen is uh, once a week, you'll get an email notification uh, with uh, the link to the Zoom room. It doesn't change, uh, so it, once you have the link, uh, it, it'll be the same every week, but at least the, the newsletter will uh, remind you and make it where you can just click that link and then uh, uh, go straight into the Zoom room. The, uh, the Zoom room starts about 9.45 p.m. Central Time. show starts around uh, 10 p.m. Central Time. That's uh, when we record the show, uh, Thursday nights. And uh, then we, uh, put the, uh, we publish the show uh, Friday morning, usually by 9 a.m., sometimes a little later than that. And uh, we haven't had a guest in a while and, uh, therefore, not a giveaway in a while, too. But uh, we, when we do have a guest, it's, it's fairly common for us to have giveaways from that guest. And if uh, you are uh, interested in getting that giveaway, the absolute fastest way to hear the episode is using our Jeep Talk Show app that you can get from the Apple Store or the, uh, the Google Store. Uh, hell, you can even get it from the Android, I'm sorry, the uh, Amazon Store. So uh, get that, put it on your uh, your phone or your tablet, and uh, I think it is literally seconds, Wendy, I think it's literally seconds between when we publish it and when it mm-hmm. becomes available on the Jeep Talk Show app.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Oh, and there's one other thing that's a bonus uh, for the, uh, the Jeep Talk Show app. You can hear the after show where we, uh, yes. we, we just chat amongst ourselves and with the Zoom people and uh, there's no other place that you can hear this. You can only hear it if you have the Jeep Talk Show app. And uh, it's, uh, it's unscripted It's uh, not uh, formatted in any way We just, uh, we just uh, shoot the shit For about uh, anywhere from 10 <laughs> to 20 minutes So uh, it's, it's a lot more show So if you don't want the Jeep Talk Show to end It doesn't have to Just download the Jeep Talk Show app And uh, catch the, uh, the bonus content uh, Which we have every show uh, I, I think every once in a while we don't have one But it's really the norm nowadays So mm-hmm. uh, we hope to see you there I didn't ask you about you working on the Jeep, but that's a that's a Bill thing.
0: Well, I do a little bit, but do no, you? he mostly Yeah. I mean I, I actually wanted to be a mechanic when I was young, believe it or not. I don't mind wrenching. I used to do all, all the, a lot of stuff myself, but Bill pretty much does most of it. We don't we would only go to a dealer if we had a new vehicle and had a warranty. Um, and even if he has to take it to a mechanic for something, he's double checking the work afterwards oh, to make God, sure it's yes. done right.
1: <laughs> oh i like watching them i like watching them while they're doing it uh, yeah it's, it's that bad for me
0: it's kind of fun when they you take it someplace and you're watching they just have all the equipment they have every single tool oh, the no. lifts i mean it's kind of fascinating to me so i would actually wouldn't mind doing more wrenching and getting involved but you know bill just loves it and it's his passion and hobby so i let him it's okay
1: do you ever break anything on the jeep just so he you can make bill happy
0: no i would never be are you kidding <laughs> i want to drive the jeep i don't want it broken <laughs> yeah, just to, you know
1: because he loves working on it so are you yeah. are you going to get bill a, a five bay uh garage with a lift now
0: ellen yeah it's like it's one it would be our dream to have something enclosed like a garage we're right yeah. in the mountains They they don't really have garages with these houses up here in the mountains if you know snow communities so just having something covered would be awesome. Maybe having an actual cement floor. I mean, he has to park stuff on the driveway and work out in whatever element when he has to fix things and change the brakes and do everything he does. So, yeah, oh, it would I'm,
1: be nice. I'm lucky. It's not a great big garage, but I it, the Jeep will fit in it. So I got to remove nice. remove the other Jeep. So, yeah. uh, I mean, I did go to the trouble of uh, fixing the uh, little space above the garage. There was a I saw the house when it was being built, and there was this rather large space above the garage that there was no access to. So I cut a cut a hole in the uh, the garage ceiling so that we could get up there. and Then I took three quarter inch plywood and uh, covered all those uh, floor joists or the, oh, nice. the the ceiling joists I should say and made a, a really large uh, and it's an apex type thing. So there's a lot of vertical space too. So uh, we are not like everybody else in the neighborhood who parks in the driveway and on the street. Uh, we uh, put all the stuff up there above uh, above the, uh, the the vehicle, so we can nice. actually park both jeeps in the garage. It's getting a little more difficult uh, to do that. I got I'm, I'm collecting things, uh, <laughs> you know, that I use to work on the jeep, you know, uh, air compressor and so on and so forth. Of
4: course, stuff you have to <clears> have. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm um, I'm hoping to get a. Um, to get a uh, a shed in the back so that I can move a lot of that stuff out of the garage and just have, like, the workbench, the tools, the, the toolbox, the big rolling toolbox, and uh, then, uh, you know, basically free up some space so that we don't have to squeeze in and out of uh, the sides of the Jeep. But anyway, I guess I'm really lucky that I actually have a garage that I can work in. And uh, worst case is, uh, unless I've got something, uh, don't have the wheels on the vehicle, uh, if I get stuck, I can always... Uh, Uh, roll the jeep in uh, a couple of feet and then uh, close the garage door and not have to worry about it sitting out there so uh yeah uh but it's it's no five bay like bob has man that would be something i Uh, I mean i guess you can have anything if you're willing to uh, work for it and pay for it
0: well sure and have the space
1: yeah exactly Well, that's it for the show this week, my fellow Jeeper. Until next week, be sure to friend us on Facebook. Just look, at, look for us at uh, Jeep Talk Show. It's, it's a page and it's a group, just to confuse you. So, <laughs> look for both the page and the group. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast on a Friday with a full moon in the winter. <laughs>
0: Warning, watching the new YouTube channel, WB5ZDD, Tony will cause you to be interested in another expensive hobby. Now you'll be torn to spend your money on your Jeep or buying that new radio. Now divorce becomes a real possibility, but hey, it'll free up your time for more hobbies.
6: Oh, guessing since 2010.